we're doing this one night. We're not going on TV and and starting the Monday Night Wars over or anything like that. We're doing this one single night. And the fans are the ones who have afforded us to do it. Chicago has afforded us to do it, to, to make this a possibility. But no matter what else is out there on September 1st, uh, with WWE, with Impact, with it doesn't it doesn't matter. Nothing is going to touch all in. Nothing. And I'm not the one who's making that guarantee. It's everybody who's on that show. Yeah, I'm the one who got all, you know, kind of irritated at the the Meltzer line and the fact that oh he doesn't think we can draw 10,000 people. But it wasn't about anyone in particular drawing 10,000 people. It was about over 10,000 people and the potential millions that could be watching on home saying, yeah, I want something different. I want to know what that flavor tastes like. I love what I have, but uh, I can love again. Three Count Podcast. My name is West. I'm here with my co-host Brody, and Maddox would be here, but he's on location working on Fifty Shades of Page, the Page movie part two. So we're gonna do this podcast as a two-man team this week, as the and greatest tag team, the greatest, the world's greatest, greatest tag, tag team. team. And today we're gonna talk solely about all, all in. in and. I know last week we did not put out an episode. I took that as a per, uh, like, as a um. I, I I did that on the fly only because I really wanted to enjoy all in overall. And I wanted to let it fester. I wanted to really absorb what happened because yeah, there was like, a lot of incredible moments. I didn't want to review it before the show. I kind of wanted to just go into that weekend and with fresh eyes, a fresh mind. Not knowing what to expect, not hyping myself up too much because you just never know with these type of shows, but knowing with enough hype that this show was probably going to be a banger. And, man, they did not disappoint. I t- when I'm, I'm going to go on the limb, and I'm going to say that this was probably the greatest show outside of WWE all time. I'm also going to say that this show was probably the best show of the year. I, I'll i go even further and say that this show was better than any main roster shows within the last three years. I'm going to... Uh, that's hit and miss because WrestleMania... Some of the WrestleManias have been really good. 100% good? Or do they have really good moments that took the show? But I can say the same thing about All In. I have, I have some, some cons about it. But I also have some... Uh, there's a lot more hits than there is cons. We're, and we'll, we can use this WrestleMania as an example. This WrestleMania was really, really good. Up until about the end of Ronda Rousey versus... Um, Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie. Ronda and Angle yeah. versus Stephanie. Triple After H, that yeah. match, it kind of went downhill. But overall, WrestleMania for a good 75-80% of the show was fire. was great. I had tons of fun watching. Yeah, whatever. Um, But, you know, All In was what a lot of us were calling wrestling's Woodstock. Oh, yeah. Any and everybody could have been a part of this. You didn't know who was going to be a part of it. And that's what made this even more magical. The hype was there. And to me, it was just a phenomenal show overall. I'm going to 
going to start off with cons. I feel like if we if we take away the negatives first, then we can accentuate a lot of the positives. So, that being said, I'm going to go out, and while I am a Joey Ryan fan, love Joey Ryan, I've always loved his work, from his early days in the X Foundation, if I'm not mistaken, with Scott Lost and PWG, to his work now, I could have done without the penises. <laughs> Personally, you know, there was I was uh, I was on the Twitter, okay, and there was a lot of people upset about the penises, and I think that just made me like the penises more because it was just hilarious. But I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I everything made sense. I completely understood it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It was comical. It made sense of the storyline, what they were building with, and everything, what I just could have done without it. Like, the, 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 the druid penises didn't need to come out. Okay, I agree with that, but I did like him coming out. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, okay. The whole Joey Ryan Okay, so it's out. just the penises it's you just, weren't fucking it's with. It's just the inflatable penises that kind of threw me I think out. it would have been great had he come out in, like, a pinkish penis-type Undertaker robe. That would have made it hilarious. I'm gonna disagree. You're, but you don't want to. I don't want to, but I'm going to. The penis jewels are shooting flames out the top of their no, heads. No, that's just too much. Come on now. But, like, I, I just feel like it just didn't need to be there. Like, if Joey Ryan would have just... If the lights would have went out and Joey Ryan would have been there in the corner with a sleazy stance, it would have been just as impactful. It would have made just as much sense. And then, honestly, the only other negative I have on this show... And it's not on their fault at all. I understood the situation. Was, again, the main event going a little short due to time restraints. You know, that's, you know, something they can't... Yeah, that's also something that, you know... I think had they had more sponsors and more money, they could have gone longer. Well, I I, I see it as this. Because Cody spent all his budget on that battle royal. I bet. (laughs) I see it as this. It's their first show. Yeah. There, there's going to be some mistakes. Yeah. They're, this is a learning experience for them. And if all two does happen, they can plan accordingly. It was a great show overall. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. My personal rating. I don't care about the <coughs> What was it? A 9.5 out of 10. Because they're, 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 Solid. they're little cons. Did the penises take away 0.5? Yeah. N- not or like 0.4? 0.3. 0.3, okay. Point three. The, the, the cutting off on the main event with a point yeah. two. But overall, yeah. this was an A-plus show. I had a ton of fun. The hype was there. Everything that they hyped it up to be, it lived up to it. Great, great, great. We're going to start off with Zero Hour, and we're going to go down the list. You have a look on your face, and I would love to know why. So I'm trying to find like a list of all the participants for the Battle Royal. Okay. And I'm on the website called... Uh, scoops.com Okay. I don't free shout out for you guys. Yep. And uh, one of the ads on the side it says uh, today's the sixth, September sixth, correct? Yep. It says uh, WWE expects Shawn Michaels will wrestle again. I'm gonna take a quick break off of All In to talk about that. But I'm just. I don't want that to happen. I. I feel like disagree. his retirement is reti- his retirement. There's no reason for Shawn yeah, to be but, back in the ring. Okay, Michael uh, Shawn Michaels considered the jo- the goat. Correct? Understand, yes. Michael Jordan also considered the GOAT. He retired twice. Yeah. Let Michaels do it. 
All right. Fine. If that's get, let I, him I, let I, him I, find I his him. smile again. Listen, he can find a smile again. I'm all for that. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. I don't want to see it. That's my personal opinion. Because you think he can't go? Oh no, I I have no doubt that he could probably sweet kick another thirty men in a Royal Rumble. I have no doubt. My thing is, I don't want to see it. It was very definitive when he lost. He was very to the point where I I will never wrestle again. Don't be like everybody else. Don't be like everybody who retired. Terry Funk has retired 40 times. I don't want to see that. Sean needs to just stay retired, be a man of his word, and call it a day. That's true, and I agree. But Sean AJ Styles. Like, come on. While in my mind, that's a dream match that I would love to have. Come on. I don't want to see it. I don't. Well, you don't have to, but I will. You're right. So. Back to All In. We're going to start off with Zero Hour. And... While this is very commercial heavy because they have to get ready for the main show, mm-hmm. could completely understand that. By all means, throw every last bit of commercials you need to get to Hell get yeah. funding for this show. Great, Fuck awesome. Yeah. We're gonna start off with the opening tag match with SCU, SCU, going against the Briscoes, and boy, that's the one I missed. That I missed the, the beginning because I came in. I had just gotten home from work. This was a great tag opener to get the crowd. Hyped. I'm a big fan of the Briscoes. Of course. I, I like the Briscoes. I don't think, they, they I don't think to, Maddox likes the Briscoes. And that's fine. Maddox can have his personal opinion. Stop playing puts with me. Uh, no. Um, the Briscoes are, have been wrestling, what, 17 years? Yep. Give or take. They started in, I believe, 2001. And they are still kicking ass. They are the one of the best tag teams. I got the, uh, the, the, I got the match card up. The uh, card. They're one of the best tag teams in the business. They look... Is marketable. They can still. Is it? Yeah, very much so. They're, it's a Duck they're, Dynasty, guys, maybe. Yeah, okay. okay Duck right. Dynasty's made tons of money. That's true. Is it still on the air? I don't think I'm so. I'm not sure. Right. And then you got SCU, Frankie Kazarian, who also is about another 15 year veteran. Yeah. 15 close to 20. Yep. And you have Scorpio Sky, who's not that much shorter of a, of a 10 year. So you just got some, some grizzled vets some here. Some grizzled vets, but. Grizzled vest that can go with Our, the best. Isn't uh, Jay Briscoe former Ring of Honor world champion? Former two time. Two time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Ring of Honor world heavyweight champion. Yes, yes, yes. And I think nine time tag team champions with Mark. Yep. Um, they're, they're just still. They're still the best. One of the best tag teams in the world. I love watching the Briscoes. Hard hitting, smash mouth, a little bit of high fly. They're just a, like from what I haven't seen a lot of Briscoe matches, but from what I've seen, they're a very good mix of old school and new school. Mm-hmm. Like they're a perfect hybrid. Absolutely. Where like the revival is very old school, the Young Bucks are very new school. Yep. You got the Briscoes who are the perfect they're, they're, medium. They're, they're, yeah, they're, and that you. I'm glad you said that. Them and the Bucks always have a, a banger of a match. And, and I'm sure the they could have a banger of a match with the revival because oh, they can adapt to that style. Absolutely. Um, then again, back to Frankie and Scorpio Sky, who come out Rocky theme, which is I thought was absolutely phenomenal, and they tear the house down to start off to start off the show on free TV. You have two great tag teams tearing down the house. This is not no, we're just gonna go out there do a couple moves and rest holds. This for, was a bang out. This was a straight, a straight. I caught the ending. Straight pay per view quality match. They delivered on every aspect, and the ending was beautiful. Briscoe setting up for the doomsday device. Frankie catches him in midair into a power slam for the pin. SCU goes over, and what better way to start off the show than with a bit that starts off on being the elite, 
getting a big win on the main card. Awesome start to the show. Very good. Probably, probably one of the more like exciting endings to a tag team match I've seen. Um, but what I was really looking forward to that entire card was that battle royal. Okay. Because I'm just a fan of battle royals, Royal Rumble esque things, and it was cool just to see like the most random people in that battle royal. Like Billy Gunn was in it. Austin Gunn, which you became a fan of. Oh yeah, Austin Gunn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's pump the brakes real quick on Austin Gunn. Yes. Take my money, yes. Because Austin Gunn is a spitting image of Billy. And contrary to anyone's belief, let anybody try to say that this is not true. Billy Gunn was one of the fucking best mid-card to main event wrestlers in the Attitude Era. He was one of the better big, bigger men on the roster. Great tag team wrestler. And his son looks like he's just he's on his way up the oh, same yeah. road. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, well, people don't... They don't give Billy Gunn enough credit for being a big man. I don't know why he's not considered a big man. He's six foot five. Yeah. He's a fucking giant. Yeah, he is. Like, he's just... I, he could have been so much more. And I, I was actually watching a video about that. I'm glad you brought that up. He could have been so much more, but when they put him in a in a feud with The Rock, and then The Rock goes on Sunday Night Heat and cuts one of the best promos that Rock has ever cut, which is the Jesus promo, and kind of murders Billy Gunn before the feud even hits the road. Kind of like that's uh, it. You're done. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, you didn't know that was gonna be the end of his main event run. And I felt bad because you know Billy Gunn deserves a little more. Oh yeah. I do agree. I mean, he is a multi. I think he held the Intercontinental title twice. Let's see. Maybe I, once I, or twice. I actually, I got it up here. I got it. Love doing a podcast with the computer. He is a one-time Intercontinental, Intercontinental champion, champion, a two-time Hardcore champion, okay. an eleven-time tag, tag team champion, champion with course. three different partners. Yep, and I, I, I'm gonna go. It's Road Dog. Yep. Bart Gun. Yep. Don't tell me the third one. Billy and Chuck. Thank you. I was getting very I had, upset. I had to really, I had to think a little bit. You look so. Good, good to me. me. God, I love that team. That That's team was a so great good. Theme. Oh, I didn't say theme. It's a team. Uh-huh. The theme was okay, but the team was fantastic. Oh, the theme was great. I, I love that, that team. Theme. I just Billy Gunn is just a great Anytime tag I team. Anytime I created a creative character and you had like a sexy boy gimmick, that was the song. Was I believe it. Um, I actually don't believe. I ba- actually back don't to the battle that. royal. Um, let's talk. Let's talk quickly about the only female in that ring. Oh, Miss Jordine Grace. Oh, I have the I have the whole. Uh, List of people. I, th- I thought there was a lot more people in this battle royal. It looked like there was a lot more people. Moose, Brandon Cutler, Chucky e. T, Trent Beretta, Rocky Romero, Cheeseburger, Hurricane, Ethan Page, Tommy Dreamer, Jimmy Jacobs, Punishment Martinez, Austin and Billy Gunn, Marco Stunt, Brian Cage, Jordan Grace, Colt Cabana, Bully Ray, and... No, what was it? No, I was trying to figure out what his... Uh, the mask. Chico. Chico. The, A.K.A. Chico. Flip motherfucking Gordon. Before we get go down that list, I want to talk. I want to. There's gonna be a couple people I want to go 
rave about real quick. You mean New Bay? Oh, yeah. New Bay, Jordan Grace? New Bay, Jordan Grace. Oh, man. Listen, I've been a fan of Jordan Grace for quite some time. I've been watching her during her Beyond stuff. I think she's she's amazing for a female of her height. She can lift. Brian Cage? She, she can lift. Squatted that motherfucker? Um, thick Mama Pump. I it, believe that, that is her nickname. That's a thing? That's a thing. That's hilarious. Um, she's amazing. No, oh, yeah, I became yeah, a very to be big fan of her. the only female in this battle royal and shine the way she did with all those veterans. And eliminating Brian Cage. Yeah. It, 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 as a credit to her, her ability as a professional wrestler. I also gonna, I'm going to give credit to Cody and the Bullet Club for putting her in there. Absolutely. For giving her that spot. That's, I, like that's, she, but it's not that they gave her that spot. I, 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 well, I, know, no, I, I don't know mean the spot. Saying. They gave her the stage. Yes. Like you, I, you're I, on this, you earned it. Go show them what you can do. Completely understand. I, I love the way you, 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 you're going around. Yes, she earned that spot. She has been kicking ass all over these United States. And I'm surprised she's not in other places. Like, she's really more, like, from what I know, she's really more East Coast, to my knowledge. Mm. But I feel like she should be in the West Coast. I feel like she should be in Florida. She should have a tryout. She should be any, She should be on Impact. She should be on Lucha. She should be... I feel like I need to watch Lucha more. We'll get to that on another day. I feel like she should be more out there. And I believe this is going to be that platform where now her... Her <laughs> eyes are her on her now. Her stock is skyrocketing. All over the place. Does she get the call? No, not yet. Okay. She's going to have some time where she kind of like... Do you think PWG's like, hey, what's up? And PWG doesn't really do a lot of women matches. Battle Royals don't have a lot of women in them. You're right. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. It's not really their niche, but I could see them putting her her versus Brian Cage in like the Battle of Los Angeles. I could see that. Could definitely. And then they'll have her lose. If you don't want to have women in, that's fine. But put her there. I wouldn't say that they don't want. They don't want to put women in there. I just I. It's just not their thing right now. Yeah, they had Candace before, and Candace has fought like Adam Mm -hmm. Cole and the Bucks and everything. Was that where she got super kicked with the thumbtacks on her on the boot? Exactly where that happened. Um, so I don't see it not happening. I just I don't see a, enough women on their shows. Yeah. So I mean, that that's what I meant. I didn't mean like they didn't want her. Yeah. There, but like. So I mean, I can definitely see that happen. I could definitely see her coming in for for those type of shows. I can see her now going to Progress. Even mm-hmm. though she did have a, a couple shows of Progress while they're doing their U.S. tour, but I can see her going overseas. I can definitely see her doing some stuff in Europe. She's just got, she's she's got this, the rocket strapped to her back, she's like Edge and Christian, the rocket strappers. That she's on her way up. Mm-hmm. There's there's n- no glass ceiling for her. No, it's and if there is, now. she's busting through it. Um, another one I want to give a quick shout out and a, a really surprise entrant to me, as a fan of pro wrestling gorilla for as many years as I've been a fan of pro wrestling gorilla, Brendan Cutler. Okay. Brendan Cutler was a tag team with his brother. And his name is really slipping my mind at the moment, and I apologize. Um, I'm on it. Don't worry. But Brendan Cutler, the Cutler brothers, were a fun as hell tag team in PWG. Surprised that they, I don't remember, recall them having a tag title run. But they were great, and they've always had some phenomenal matches with the Young Bucks. They were a team to look out for, and then I believe his brother went to do some 
some legit work. Not well, not saying that Russ is not legit work, but like he he got caught a nine a nine to five, and they kind of just like disappeared off the face of the earth, so to speak. And it was really cool to see him in this battle royal, knowing who he was. Because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who don't who, if they don't follow PWG wouldn't know who this guy in shiny tights was. Yeah. So that was really cool to see. Um, have you gotten that information up for me? Uh, I'm trying to find it. I found that he was trained by the Bucks. Yep. Uh, he used to go by Ronnie Tsunami. Okay. I which is that. hilarious. I love That's that name. Great. Johnny, Johnny and Ronnie. Um, I can't seem to find anything about his brother. Just look up the oh. Cutler brothers. Okay. Dustin Cutler. Yes. They were a tag team called the Tsunamis. Donnie Tsunami and Ronnie Tsunami. That must have been before they went to PWG. Okay. Yeah, then they so just they, went as the Cutler brothers. Yep. And they then they rebelled. They were, they were Rip Man them. Los Luchas and the Young Bucks were tearing it up in PWG around the, like, 08, 09, 010, you know, time. Really fun tag team. I was excited for... Three, four major things in that battle royal. Okay. Chucky e. T. Always. Because I'm just a big fan Always. of Chucky e. T. Always. Chucky e. T is amazing. The Hurricane. Giving the Hurricane Slam to everybody. everybody. Jimmy Jacobs. Zombie Princess. With all his not so subtle WWE shots. Oh, yeah. Those were perfect, and I wish they would have let him hit the pedigree. That would have been, that would have been the, 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 the creme de la creme but, the topping of the, the cake. I'll take him not doing the pedigree because Billy grabbed him and said, suck this bitch, and threw him out. Yup. That was awesome. It was, it was a nice little kind of nod diss to Triple H. Mm-hmm. I don't think it necessarily was towards Triple H. I think it was just towards the, the company in general. In general yeah. Um, so that was actually Because really did cool. Triple H have anything to do with him being I don't. Fun? I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't, like, I don't, I don't think so. Wanna, like touch base on that because that was a whole sketchy situation overall. Yeah. I felt like it was dumb. But I get well, you gotta. He was on uh, Jericho's podcast and he talked about it. I'm sure. But from what he said, he was really just frustrated at that point. And when he took that picture, he was like, "I'm fucking done with these people," because he had originally gone there to wrestle, and they were like, "We like you as an agent." And he's like, "No, nah, I want to wrestle." And they're like, "We we like you as this." But he did come up with the list. I believe it. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I believe him and Jericho worked yeah. on it together. Mm-hmm. He did all of he their worked a Kevin lot with that Kevin. Jericho yeah, that was all the festival of friendship, all that stuff. Back a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Marco Stunt. Okay. Marco Stunt. Marco oh, Stunt. Punishment Martinez for me was pretty cool. I, I had no idea who that was. We're gonna talk, we'll talk about Punishment right after I talk about Marco Stunt. Marco Stunt, I don't know much about. And that's, as you and everybody else who has heard me talk about wrestling, is probably like, wow, that's pretty weird. Everybody no, that is, that is pretty weird. It, it, like, I found out about Marco Stunt during Joey Janela's Lost in New York show. Where he did some tilt the world code breaker that. Oh, that was the little dude. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, you had shown me that, and yep. that was and awesome. My jaw was on. My jaw was on. And the it's floor. crazy because he's probably like our height. Yeah. No, he's shorter than <laughs> us. Wait, he's probably like Amanda's height. For those who don't know who Amanda is, Amanda is my girlfriend at the moment, but she's really <laughs> short. At the moment. At the moment. Um. um but yeah, well, you know, things can change. Not necessarily for the negative, for the positive. Oh, okay. But, um, like he he's he look he's like a little Rey Mysterio Jr. without a mask. And I just typed doing, his name into Google to see. Yeah. What is his, his Twitter handle, 
is at Marco Stunt. His name on Twitter is Mr. Fun Size. There you go. That says that says it all because that legit all he's a, literally a ton of fun in this little person. He is and 22 I mean, years old. I haven't seen much again. I haven't seen much of his work. I don't know much about him, but man, if that if all in was just like his starting grounds, he's gonna he's gonna hit the ground running after this show. Oh yeah. Because he's done made a star of himself going against Billy Bully Ray and hitting that cold breaker on. Ryan Cage. That, that Tilter World. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It's like I saw it last week. We saw the video because I think you showed it to me the night of Takeover. Yep. You showed it to so me. I showed you the But video. then watching it in a video and then watching it, it live it, is two different. It's incredible. It, it's, it's just there's no physics there. None. What? None. That is just it <laughs> defied physics. Um, at the end, Cole Cabana didn't win. Yeah, that was the other thing. I really liked that Colt Cabana was in there. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was going to be, I figured. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the CM Punk jabs. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I'm just Googling Marco Stunt, yep. and he has a shirt out where he is Tommy Pickles. I kind of need that shirt now. Yeah, that I is want that. that is a fire I shirt. Want that. Marco, Marco, you just got two new fans, uh, little I'm, man. I'm buying that. I'm letting you know that now. I'm gonna buy that. Now I'm a stand for stunt. Yep. So, Coca, I really thought Colt was gonna win this. I did not yeah. expect the swerve at the end. Well, that's the thing. We all thought it was over when Cabana yeah, got eliminated. We thought Bully won. I forgot about Chico. Out of sight, out of mind, and that was the best way to end it. Though I would have liked Colt because it is Chicago and it made perfect sense. And you could have had him go on to face uh, Jay Lethal and lose. Yeah. You know, he didn't have to win. Just no. him winning that battle royal, huge pop, Chicago yeah. rocks, our pizza sucks, but exactly. Cabana won. Exactly. But that wasn't the case. You got a guy with a green mask coming into the ring after Bully eliminates Colt. Takes off his mask to reveal himself to be all-out Flip Gordon. And Flip Gordon goes on, launches Big Bully Ray over the top rope, and wins. And that was another guy. I've heard of him. It was the first time I ever saw Flip Gordon. Really? First time I ever saw Flip Gordon. I had no idea who he was. Like, I knew who he was, but I never saw anything. Flip has only been in wrestling maybe (coughs) four or five years tops. Yeah. Three, four or five years. I I just looked him up. He started in 2015. So... Three years, yeah. three four years, and he would do like he 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 was very hit and miss in the beginning of his career for me. Like he, he was like he had flips, but it was like okay, who hasn't seen these? And then as time progressed, he grew and grew and grew on me. The big things are ahead of him for Flip. He I could definitely see him winning the TV title very soon. He'll be a champion in Ring of Honor before t- before we know. Without him. a doubt. Yeah. Um, again, that was just zero hour. Now we're going on to the main card. Yep. Yep. A- and I I tell you, this show was just amazing to me. Even the opening contest. Opening contest was a bunch of guys that. In my opinion, are we talking about the uh, MJF and Matt Cross match? Yes. In my opinion, that was the weakest match on the card. And that's not that's not saying a bad thing. Exactly. And I give I'll, I'll give that match a solid 8.5 out of 10. Okay. And that was the worst, worst match on the match. card. And, and again, let me reiterate, that's not because we think it was a bad match. It was just it, was, it you, didn't you have to 
you're ahead of all that that followed. Yeah, like you opened up for Kenny Omega and Pentagon and Okada and Skrull. Yeah, like Janella and Hangman. Like and they, not not that they didn't hold their own because mm. Matt Cross. Was I was amazing. completely. I was enthralled. I was into it the whole time. There was another two guys that I've never heard of. I'm glad you got a chance. To well, no, honestly, this, looking at this whole card, I know I'm gonna count this up for you. I know one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I know about twelve people on this card. Damn. Yeah. We need to get you into. And the most movies. of it was a uh, bullet club. We're gonna get you into the Indies next week with our with our upcoming podcast. But there, I, I'm I'm pretty much familiar with everybody on this card. Mm-hmm. Aside from like maybe like Marco Stunt. Um, but now we are. And Matt Matt Cross, CZW started out. He was backyard wrestler, wrestled for Juggalos. Um, he's been all over the world. Um, he is. Without a shadow of a doubt, still one of the best high flyers in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, then you got MJF, who is a newcomer coming out of the, excuse me, Creator Pro, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's Kurt Hawkins' school. Matt Cross was in Tough Enough. Yes, he was. On the fifth season in yes, 2011. He yes, he was. And he got cut for God knows what, but he got cut. Oh, let's see. That was the year that Marty the Mop was on there, too. He was eliminated in the second week. Yeah. Which was very surprising for everyone. Yeah. I agree. And now he's in Lucha. Yep. As Son of Havoc. And they're pulling the curtain back a little bit. Um, but yeah, I believe... We're, he was also in the Backyard Wrestling video game. Like, like so. I said, yeah, he was, part of, he was a very big part of the Juggalos at one point. Very part of the Combat Zone Wrestling at one point. I believe he, did jun- he was their junior champion and tag team champion. If for I'm which one? Say, Combat Zone. Um, with euthanasia with um, Josh Prohibition uh, it has a whole list of his titles yep. so I'm just going through it right now look for CZW uh, no it's not on there no CZW titles nope. absolute intense wrestling Cleveland All Pro Continental Wrestling DDT East Coast really? Wrestling I, I really could have uh, extreme won. ring action Far okay, North I believe it I believe yeah. it, I, believe it. Uh, yeah. I really thought he won the junior title once at least maybe I'm wrong it, regardless I'm wrong sometimes. Um, he was standing. He was in best of the best. He was in a number one, a three way, for the CZW Junior Heavyweight Title Rock against Sanjay Dutt Sa- and Rucka and yeah. Sanjay won. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I know he was close to it. I know he's been one of the best of the best. He has a really good view. Dude, podcasting with a laptop to go yeah, over amazing, to fact I, check I know on I it. Forget, awesome. With my old age, I forget a lot of things. But he's great. Just great wrestling. No, yeah, it was it was a great match. Uh, I thought it was a really good opener for the show because as it was the worst match on the card, it started off just intense. There was everything. The good thing about that match, too, is it wasn't advertised. Exactly. It was a complete surprise. And then you have a guy like Matt Cross, a veteran. Then you have a guy like MJF, who is an up-and-comer, who is now the CTW World Heavyweight Champion. And he comes out there and... for me, he kind of stole the match mm-hmm. because he was very, very good at everything he did. Mm-hmm. He is the current uh, CCW heavyweight champion, like I stated, MLW middleweight champion. He is collecting belts all over the place now. He's working very, very a lot in the East Coast. 
with um, Beyond Wrestling and Combat Zone and uh, MLW and stuff like that. So I expect him to do big things going, you know, in the, in the future for him. Sky's the limit for him as well. Um, great match. Ended with Matt Cross's signature shooting star press. That, yeah, that was a very pretty shooting star Matt press. Cross. Can we talk about the shooting star press real quick? I want to kind of sidebar. Are you going to talk about, I think it was WWE that put that Twitter tweet thing out, who had the best shooting star press? Did you notice one of our friends? I did. Did you notice this tomfoolery he put? There? I did. And I'm real, I, I'm, I know he's going to hear this. I really hope he hears this. Tato, I love you, but you're wrong. Come on and argue, bro. You're, you're completely wrong, and you're probably going to text me later and be like, I don't appreciate that you did that. And that's cool. That's cool. I love you. No, I love you. We come on. We settle this in the mics. But to say that Billy Kidman had a better shooting star than Matt Seidel. Facts. Or even Neville. Facts. Dude, I, I love you, but you're drunk. I love you, but you're drunk. No, I agree. I agree. I liked I liked Kidman's shooting uh, it, it star press, origin, but I liked the, it in WCW. Yeah. It, I liked the seven-year itch. I, I, I don't want him doing a side-twist press because it was never really a shooting star. Yeah, I don't want him cracking Paul London's orbital bone. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> but, yeah, I think Matt Seidel, Evan Bourne, has probably the best, best shooting, shooting star. star because when he does it he grabs his ankles he and he's just like he's it's, it's amazing Beautiful. it's great it's right. perfect enough of the sidebar love you Tato second match on the card shoot it to me uh Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell Stephen Amell if you become a pro wrestler I'll be your biggest fan I swear to God facts I hate your show but I'm all about this Stephen Amell and this was a match I was completely hyped up about before the pay-per-view, before the show started, I talked to um, Brody, and I was like, you have to hear this promo by Christopher Daniels about this matchup, and it hyped me up so much. CD, just know that you will forever be in my favorites of all time. This match lived up to that hype. Stephen Amell took a table bump from the top rope to the outside. Yep. Name any other actor that has come into a ring, any ring, aside from Machine Gun Kelly when he got fired. All right, that's what I was going to say. I read MGK, your, I read he's mind. a wild boy. I read your mind, but it's still, it's a power bomb. Off the stage, yeah, through a the table. Stage, the stage, the stage, and, and the, it was not that much. But you saw how skinny he was. He's, it's granted. He could have died. He dove from the top, through a table, onto the floor. David Arquette fought Jimmy the King. All right. <laughs> In a triple cage, bro. Oh, man. Anyway. <laughs> Stephen Amell. I no, I'm you. all about I might watch the new season of Arrow just because of this match. I applaud you for what you did out there. And I, I really can't. I, I'm speechless at this point because oh, yeah. that's how good this match was for a person who's been in the ring three times. Yeah. He's two and one. Two and one. He's two and one. Two and, and one. And he holds a victory over Stardust. Yeah, he owns a he owns a victory over Cody Rhodes. The NWA champ. I think that gets him a title shot. I, I yo. But I say he's it. pinned the Book NWA champion. Book it now. That's all I'm saying. Um, from there we have the fatal four way between Tessa Blanchard, Chelsea Green, Madison Rain, 
and Brit Doctor Britt Baker. Oh, the woman. And I'm gonna start off with Britt Baker. Britt Baker, I love you. Bebe. I do feel let down by that though. I think we should have got a Britt Baker Bebe. Yeah, there was an opportunity that was missed. That's fine, but the fact that you came out with a dental jacket. The fact that you came out to cold steam. The fact that you came out to, to a, a nice nod to your to your boyfriend. I you, I've seen I've heard of you. I'm not gonna say I've seen much of you, and that's to, that's that's my fault because I should have seen more. But wow. this is another match. I didn't I'm know. Blown away. I didn't know anyone in this match. Blown away. I think Britt Baker may have been the only person that I, I kind of have not. Well, seen I know I I've seen Tessa. Okay. I've seen Tessa because I've, I've seen, seen some of her impact stuff. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of her wrestling but stuff. Who surprised watch, me the most? Hold on, before you continue, watch Tessa vs. Cage at Wrestle Circus. Okay. It should be on YouTube if I'm not mistaken. Whoa. Ooh. Anyways. Who um, really surprised me? The hot mess. Uh, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Green. She's amazing. I became a fan. She's amazing. Especially when she hit the broski boot. Even, like, she, even when she was Laurel Von Ness in TNA, she was just a hot mess and then in the best way possible um tessa there's nothing there's nothing more i can say she's a diamond she's She's a a diamond she's a future professional wrestling how she's not in wwe and how they let her get away is a a loss for them i hope she kills it in tna oh she she's she's already killing it in tna i don't watch and then Britt baker are they still called tna or is it just impact it's impact whatever and then Britt baker who Completely made made a new fan out of me today. And Madison Rain is in the May Young Classic, correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, speaking of which, to just piggyback, do you know there's somebody from Waterbury in the May Young Classic? Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, I saw. I was on their Instagram and I was yep. like showing it, and she's like Mercedes Martinez, Mercedes. Waterbury Connect. I was like, what? Mercedes Martinez is the truth. I know Tony Storm probably gonna win, but I'm just gonna go with the Connecticut girl. And that's fine. The Connecticutian. Okay. That's what we're called, by the way. Um, it's a stupid ass name, I know. Next match. Uh, blah, 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 blah. oh, so okay. The next match, probably my third favorite match okay. on the card. Uh huh. I don't like where it was. On the card, and it was Cody versus Nick Aldis. Okay. I don't like that the NWA championship was in the middle, but I get that Cody didn't want to put himself in the main event of his show. I'm going to tell you why both title matches weren't the main event. In the live, I've read comments. I forgot about the second title match. I've read comments. I've read uh, Reddits. I've read YouTube comments. You read it on Reddit? I read it on Reddit. I've read so many different like subreddits and message boards and whatever about everybody bitching about none of the titles being the main event. And I'm going to be I'm going to go on a little rant here. By all means. Let me be perfectly clear with a lot of you smart marks out there who think that they know the business better than anybody else. And again, I'm giving you my personal opinion so you don't have to agree with it. It's fine. This was not a Ring of Honor produced show. This was not an NWA produced show. This was not a New Japan produced show. This was not uh, WWE produced show. This was not a Noah produced show. This was not a produced show by any major wrestling company. This was a group of guys putting a show together for the fans. The reason why none of those titles were the main event because you do not want to put a title in the main event and then 
knock the other title that's not in the main event. There's two heavyweight titles on this card. None of them need to be in the main event because none of them are produced by those shows. Show is produced by Bullet Club. So Bullet Club takes main event. Thank you. It's that plain and simple. I, I, the fans these days just clamor and bitch so much instead of just enjoying the goddamn product. Excuse me. Putting the ROH in the main event, the ROH title, diminishes the NWA title. Putting the, the NWA, NWA title, title diminishes, diminishes ROH. ROH title. So what do you do? You put them in the middle of the card and you let them just be their own separate entities. You're special attractions, my friends. They're special attraction internet fans. They're not the main event. They're not supposed to be the main event. They're supposed to be there for your enjoyment and your enjoyment alone. And I enjoyed the fuck out of them. This match was something straight out of the NWA Oh Back yeah. In the 80s. Oh yeah. This, this was, was like a, a this was like dusty. a dusty match. This is a not to funk. This is a not to Flair, Harley, and anybody else with Wahoo McDaniel. Uh, Can I just say Bachwinkle? Because I love Nick saying that name. Bachwinkle, great name. Um, I don't think he's held the NWA title though. Just like saying his name. But it's a not to those legends of the past. It's just it's a real old school. Methodic match. There was match. no, there was no over the top flashy moves because they didn't need it. This was a match based solely on psychology and just keeping you on the edge of your seat. The only thing I will say against this match was the ref throwing up the X for Cody in the middle of the match. I understood why he's there afterwards. It's fine. But it scared the shit out of me at one point. Yeah, I thought Cody got really hurt. I did too, and I was really gonna be disappointed because I understood how much Cody meant, like wanted the show to be a success. But I will say, the best part to come out of that throwing up the X was a motherfucking diamond cutter. Oh yeah, DDP. Oh, let, let let's talk about the entrances. First. Got you. So, so Cody Rhodes comes out, accompanied by Brandy Rhodes, mm-hmm. DDP, yep. Diamond Dallas, motherfucking Page. Glacier and Tommy fucking Dreamer. That that's a dream team. That is a dream team. Whereas Nick Aldis was accompanied by Jeff Jarrett, Samuel Shaw, Sean Davari, and Tim Storm. And all both teams made sense. <clears throat> Cody's team was obviously people who are very close to Dusty. Mm-hmm. While Nick Aldis had his team who people who were very close to him. Davari, for people who don't know, was part of the world elite with all this. Samuel Shaw was in T- uh, Impact slash TNA with all this. Tim Storm is in the NWA with all this. And Jeff Jarrett, obviously. Wasn't he in charge of TNA yes, at that point? He's the one that gave all this his first wrestling mm-hmm. job, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, like they, everything made sense. And that's what I love about pro wrestling. Everything gelled. Everything made perfect sense. There was nothing out of the norm. There was nothing silly. It was just two men fighting for probably the second most prestigious title in the wrestling business right now. Easily. Yes, you can have your IWGP and your Ring of Honor titles. Yes, you can have all the titles from across the from in Mexico but and Canada. This is the NWA the title. The lineage behind this title and the men who have. Held this like this title. is the title. AJ Styles. 
Jeff Jarrett. Dusty. Dusty. If I'm not mistaken, Kurt Angle. Um, Flair. Uh, Funk. I'm, I'm going off the top of my head. I'm, I apologize if I sound like I'm rambling, but I'm trying to think of people who have held that NWA title. Um, I know Wyndham has held the NWA title, a variation of that title. Um, I could go on and on. Luthez. Luthez. Go ahead, name them all. I got you. I'm taking the list. There's been 94. Jesus. Yeah, well, let me see. Let me get that correct number. I don't want to be wrong. Yeah, Cody Rhodes is number 94. So just some names of people who've held this title. Go ahead. You got AJ Styles. Yep. Ken Shamrock. Yep. Um, Chris Candido. Yep. Shane Douglas. Yep. Great Muda. Yep. Uh, Tatsumi Fujiami. Fujinami, yep. Fujinami. Sting. Yep. Ricky Steamboat. Yep. Um, Carrie Von Eric. Yep. Harley Race. Yep. Carlos Colon. <laughs> It's just a list. Like when you when you think wrestling, these are the people you think of: Dory reason, Funk, Jack Briscoe. The reason I didn't think of like Sting and like uh, Ricky Steamboat is because they held a, the, the different the big gold belt. Yeah, they weren't they didn't hold that belt, but they're still part of that lineage. Um, Adam Pierce, who is a pair, um, a Booker for for WWE at the present moment, held that title. Okay. Um, Daniel Bryan didn't Daniel Bryan hold that title? That I don't know. Uh, but I can tell you no, who no, no, no. the I can tell I you the longest the reigning, the longest reigning NWA champion of all time. Who? Luthez, two thousand three hundred days. Colt Cabana is a former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. So, you, you, like the names are there, it has a lineage, and you know, good on Cody, good on Cody. And I predicted this. I predicted Cody was going to win this title for one reason and one reason only. Do you remember when we spoke and I said Bruno San Martino was an NWA champion and yep. you said no? Yes. He won it, but he refused to take it because he beat Buddy Rogers and Buddy Rogers was injured and he didn't want to have to wrestle an injured Buddy Rogers because he felt okay. cheated. Okay. So technically it was a win by forfeit? Uh, no, he won the match, okay. but Buddy Rogers was injured during the match, and he wanted to wrestle him 100%. Okay. You know, being the great big Italian monster that he was. Yeah, Bruno San Martino was a, a specimen. That's when I remember growing up, like, talking about wrestling, my mom would always talk about Bruno. Bruno San Martino. Oh, two-time NWA champion. Who? Christian. Motherfucking oh, I forgot, cage. I forgot about Christian. Christian, that's right. He is a former NWA champion. Well, it, it's just... It's amazing. It's just great. And so, it, okay. It's really funny. It's just Cody's been champion so, for five days. Let's, let's, yeah, let's reel, let's reel <laughs> that in. And Cody Rose is now your NWA champion. And again, the reason why I thought he was going to win this match is one reason and one reason only. Madison Square Garden. Yes, he is walking in... To a sold-out Madison Square Garden as the the NWA NWA World Champion. champion. It just... Like... If that isn't... I think um, we said it before. If this is not slapping Vince McMahon awake right now... Yeah, it's it's definitely... uh, It's it's over. My mind doesn't work sometimes. There's a word I'm looking for. It's, 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 
It's a message. It's a message to Vince. Wake up. If not, this will be your reckoning. Oh yeah. This is, this is what's this is the future of wrestling, Vince. Get with it or get WCW'd, because that's what's gonna happen. I mean, I wouldn't say I don't see it ever getting WCW. Vince is just Vince, so I won't say that. But you're gonna have some very steep competition very soon. Oh yeah. Especially with New Japan. God forbid New Japan get a TV deal in oh. the states. God forbid. Your fans are gonna leave you. Yeah, they are. I'll let you know that. I'll let you know that now. And even the casual fan who doesn't watch at New Japan all the time, They'll there's one me. guy who's going to bring them, and that's Jericho. Yep. Because they know Jericho. Yep. And you know everything Jericho touches is gold. So they're gonna follow Jericho. Mm-hmm. And Cody, by the way, I just saw it has a IWGP US title shot. Yep, at the the next um, Water Pyramid show. Yep. At, I think September 30th. Yep. Which we have to talk about that coming up soon. Um, that's actually right around the corner. Holy, that's that's the day after. Yep. Anyways, so great match. Great story. Great story. It's, I think. It, can it, we just it, talk about it, how fine Brandy looked? Oh. You. You go, Cody. <sighs> I don't even want to dwell on that. Next match. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say this is my favorite match on the card, but it's not. But I'm so excited because I've been really looking forward to seeing Joey Janela. Because okay. I heard about him. I heard how insane he was. I heard how he does all these crazy things. But you didn't get that. You did got. It? I feel like you did. You didn't get the death match crazy Joey Janela. Well, you got a Joey Janela. Who's like, yeah, I can do these death matches, but I'm going to wrestle the shit out of Hangman Page. Well, to, in Joey Janela's defense at Beyond um, Beyond's American Rana um, 2018, which is Beyond Wrestling's like WrestleMania, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Joey Janela had stated that he was going to wrestle the last death match that night. Okay. He did. It was a barbed wire match with David Starr where he took a hellacious... I, I saw the picture. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. It was really bad. To a pile driver on, I believe, concrete. But he's just, he but was incredible. He, that kid. Joey Janela is the king of the goddamn indies. Yeah, we talked about that. We did talk about that. That every generation that has it. Yes. And, and the, he is. This is Joey Janela has this thing for uh, GCW where he wrestles basically the cruiserweight divisions of past promotions. Excuse me. He's wrestled. Jinsei Shisaki. He wrestled Akushi recently. He wrestled Marty Jannetty. He wrestled um Crud. Who did he just wrestle at the last Joe Janela show? Oh no, he, Jinsa, uh, uh, the great Sasuke. I believe he's wrestling Psychosis next. But like he's literally living the dream as a junior heavyweight in the wrestling in the, um, the wrestling companies. Mm-hmm. He is all over the place. You name it. PWG, he's there. Evolve, he's their champion. Um, beyond, up until recently, he was their ace. Um, he be, he pinned. Actually, excuse me. He didn't pin. He tapped out Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. He tapped out Matt Riddle. Um, Joey Janela is This was the second match right on the now. card that I didn't know... Either person in the match. 
But you've heard of Janela. Like I've heard of both of them, but I've never you seen them. Like I've page. seen, I've never seen him wrestle. I've okay. seen Hangman and like being the elite stuff and like clips, but I've never actually seen him wrestle. I saw when Hangman like disappeared, and they didn't know where Hangman was. Okay. But I never ever watched them wrestle, and I became a big fan of Hangman. Um, he, to touch on Joey again, he wrestled Glacier recently. Um, like he's got psychosis. His spring break shows are like the f- funnest. It's not as fun as a, sh- a word. Most fun. The most is the most fun wrestling show of WrestleMania weekend, mm-hmm. bar none. If you if you're going to WrestleMania weekend, there's one show you need to go to on the Indies. It's Joey Janela's Spring Break. I pretty much guarantee you're gonna walk out there talking about how this is nothing's gonna top it. Joey Janela started off as a guy as a hardcore wrestler. You've seen the clip. Yep. I've seen the clip. Guy threw him. Zandig throws him off the top of a building. Lands in a truck. Rips off his thumb. You know whatever the case. Calls it a day. Pl- Lights yeah. a cigarette and goes about yeah, his yeah, day. Whatever. He comes into the combat zone, starts, you know, building some steam. The bad boy's coming. The bad boy's coming. He starts wrestling for the House of Glory. The bad boy's coming. Starts seeing him at Beyond. The bad boy's coming. Then you start seeing him having these matches. And the bad, bad boy's, boy's here. here. Bad boy goes against Jimmy Havoc from Progress. Has two amazing death matches in their, I believe, three match series. Kills them both times. No, excuse me. They're one and one, if I'm not mistaken. Both both death matches were ridiculous, like shit. Like if you, like I want to sit you at my house one day, we'll watch it, and you're gonna sit there and be like, why did he take that? That was batshit crazy. Leo Rush, one of the newer faces of Two Hundred Five Live, took him in the combat zone. They did a move where he took like a power bomb, a flipping power bomb off the top of the ladder through a table, in probably the most talked about spot in wrestling for that time because Leo Rush got up and no sold it. And they were talking about how Janelle's gonna break the industry. Janelle's gonna gonna destroy wrestling, whatever the case may be. Joey Janelle goes on and starts proving that he's the one of the best motherfuckers on the planet right now. He's going having great matches against Matt Riddle. He's going to get having great matches against um, Darby Allen and Austin Theory and AR Fox. He's now the WWE heavyweight champion for Evolve. Joey Janelle is one of those guys where. You take what the crit, what the critics give you, you wipe your ass on it, and you show them that you're better than what they tell you you are. And then you got Adam Page. Carolina Boy started off in PWX, made his way through Ring of Honor through his high prospect tournament. Page was one of those pretty boys. One of those pretty boys. Comes in, he starts working with the decade, does his thing where he looks, he's basically their young boy. Yeah. And then he finally breaks out from the decade, which is a stable. Yeah. Jim, uh, Jimmy Jacobs was actually the leader of that stable. Breaks out of that stable, starts doing his own thing for like maybe like two months, two, three months. Out of nowhere, he's in Bullet Club. He's in Bullet Club, and little by little... Page is starting to have these matches that are better than everybody else's on the, on, in the Bullet Club. He was the MVP for Bullet Club for a very long time. Any tag match that he was a part of, he was the star. 
even during that whole Cody versus Kenny, like, feud, whenever tag matches were being done, Adam Page stuck out. And I like that now they're showing his charisma. God, he's fucking hilarious. He's got a chip. He's, 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 he's. I said it about a lot of other wrestlers on this card, and it, it folds true for everybody else. He's another one that in a, maybe a year or two, he'll be a world champion. Oh, yeah. And I don't doubt that. And they oh, had a no, phenomenal he, match. He's definitely going to be. Shout out to Cracker Barrel. And Fridays. And Fridays. And everybody else who sponsored them. because they were putting great. on a great. But uh, the reason I shouted out Cracker Barrel is because of the barrel spot in this match. They were playing... Donkey like Kong. Donkey Kong. They played Donkey Kong outside the ring, and that was one of the best spots of the night. That was fucking hilarious. Great, great. They had some really crazy spots. Like they did the final spot. Oh, the the uh, rite of passage. Yeah. Off the ladder. Through I'm the not table? taking that. No. Not taking that. And kudos to Joey for taking that. Well, I mean, I don't think anything's as bad as getting thrown off a fucking roof. Well, I mean, so. this is damn near close enough, and this one actually, you land on your neck. But goddamn, it was. They, they, they killed it. They, for me, they killed it. They, I, up until at that point of the show, I was like, before that match, I was like, wow, Cody and Nick, that's mm-hmm. match of the night. Then Joey and Hangman come and they steal the show, which I didn't think they were going to be able to do because of the prestige and all that. That's what I mean. Up until that point, they still, I didn't think because you had the NWA title, such yep. a strong title. Cody Rhodes wins. You know, him and his dad held the both same title. It was beautiful. Yep. And then Hangman and Janela just say, nah. And I, lo- I love my that. My time. And um, my friend Chris, well, our friend Chris, excuse me. Um, Chris Topher. Yes. He actually made a comment during that. He's like, they, I love how they went from the NWA style. And to the new went, style. To the ECW new yep. style that they're doing now. And it's at this point where they start grooving towards the main event. And everything starts getting a little bit better. It's like they're, they're the, the the you just start climbing the, the yep, staircase to greatness. They're mounting towards the they're they're building yep. towards the main event, and it, it's it's there. You can feel it. You can feel the energy. Everything's hitting, and then we have Jay Lethal defending the Ring of Honor title. Oh, oh I'm sorry, yeah. Black Machismo Coming. versus Flip. Gordon. I marked out for this for so many reasons. Oh, God. Leapin' Lanny. Leapin' Lanny. Macho Bible, Man's the jacket. The Macho Man jacket. The Macho Man-inspired Slim Jim tights. Just... The fact that Lethal... If you close your eyes, you would think it was Macho Man. If you were just for, listening, for, if, it's Macho Man. If you were... If you're watching this with wrestling fan eyes, like... Wrestling. When I mean by wrestling fans, like stuff from like the eighties, like you, you see, you, like you, you know your him. stuff. You're you're watching this and you're picturing the eighties. Mm-hmm. The 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 shout out to to uh, Hogan Macho WrestleMania five with Elizabeth in the corner. The Warrior Macho Man retirement match spot when where, he held up Brandy. Yeah. The, like the like <laughs> lethal. Hit it out the park. There was one thing in that match that we didn't get that I wished we did. Which was? A flip leg drop. 
Yes. That would have put that match I was really over the top. For that. I, I was, was waiting for the for big that. boot and then well, run off the, the ropes and the then boot. do a front flip leg drop. I hit the That's boot. That's it. And I thought that was what that was leading That's to. That's exactly and what I, was I thought. Like, oh, he's gonna, and I would have flipped out. Oh, man. Great match by both these two guys. Incredible. We're going to talk long about these two because we already spoke a little bit about Flip earlier. I've been, a, I've been a fan of Jay Lethal since the original eight sided Ring of Honor ring. Eight, what? The, the, is it eight? Six sided? Six sided. Yeah, six sided. Six sided. Impact? Not TNA? Ring of Honor? TNA? I said, said Ring of Honor. Did I? Well, t- when the, the original TNA. We're going to rewind that. Remember, Fuck remember, that. Remember. This is real. <laughs> I, I get it. I'm, I'm a few beers in. I'm with you. But um, I've been a fan of Jay Lethal for that long. Yeah. Like, I just, I've always liked Jay Lethal. When he did the Black Machismo thing, when he went to that woo off with Ric Flair, like, he's just amazing. Oh, that was um, it, Lethal. Lethal, I think all Lethal has to prove right now is just to be in WWE and be a world champion. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I would, there's nothing truthfully, more I can say. It, it, to, to brighten more on Lethal because Lethal is just the, the man to me. I would love to see Lethal and two, whoever two people he wants to go with him go up against the New Day. I think that would be so obnoxiously fun. I would love to see fun. just Lethal and Woods? as Macho again, like just going shot for shot with Woods. I'd, I'd love I'd, it. I'd cry for that. Were they a tag team at one point in TNA? Yes, Lethal Consequences. Yes, okay, because that's when he was Consequences Creed. Yes, that's true. Yeah, all right. There you go. Look at that. See? Ooh. I told you I used to watch the old TNA, bro. I, lo- I loved the oh, original man. TNA, dude. No, well, the X Division. The course. X Division blew my mind. When I saw the first Ultimate X match, <laughs> dude, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. When I saw Samoa Joe for the first time in TNA, I was like, what oh, I was the already, fuck? Like, four years in on well, Samoa see, the Joe. first time I saw Joe, one of my buddies showed me a Ring of Honor tape of him versus Daniel Bryan. And okay. I just sat there and I was just like, so, what the fuck? I've seen Samoa Joe. We're going to side note, uh, sidebar real quick. I'm talking about Samoa Joe. I've seen, I started watching Samoa Joe 2002. Okay. That's when I first started getting like recognition for him. I think my first Samoa Joe full match was a Ring of Honor. I want to say it's expect the unexpected, but I feel like I'm wrong. Where it's Joe Carino and CW versus Homicide and somebody. Actually, I'm going to look that up. And... um. Joe um, immediately to me took the spotlight in that match. He was just the the monster of the match. He was just destroying people, and I knew at that day that I was a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward. A I couple- think it was you who showed me the was it him and Loki? Yes. And he tags Loki in by just bitch Smacking slapping him in the face. Amazing. It was like. I literally, like, dropped my jaw when I saw that. I was like, what the... F- Why did he hit him so damn hard? And then, um... Oh, they were called The Group. Okay. They were called The Group in Ring of Honor. Um, Samojo was the World Heavyweight Champion at that time. Uh, it wasn't Final Battle. I know that much. It wasn't Final Battle. I think it was the show before that. Um, give me a second here, guys. Uh, anyway, I'll get back to it in a minute. But he goes in, does his thing, and then I meet him for the first time. You met Joe? In Fairfield with Christopher. Ah, he was, young Christopher. He wrestled for Ring of Honor at the 
the uh, Sacred Heart okay. at the gym, gymnasium. And wow, how far has Ring of Honor come? That mean of the match that he had, you would not guess who it was against. I'll give you three guesses. Do I know the guy? Yes, you do. Is it AJ? No, it's not. That was actually. Go ahead, continue, continue guessing. Punk. Yes, it was. It was the two first, guesses, bro. It was the first match that they had against each other. Then they have a series. Then they had the series right after that. Yeah. So, I see. I you know I see some more Joe. The show's over. I got to see Punk, AJ Styles, you know, whatever. No, AJ wasn't on the card. I got to see Daniels. Someone drove comes inside. We bought a couple of his DVDs. First thing he says is, oh, look, a couple fans. Who's this young guy? On the, who's this young strapping lad on the cover of this DVD? Who's Samoa Joe? And it was at that moment that I was, it was like, all right, this, this is my guy going forward. So it was cool to have that moment with him when I was, I was like 18. I just, I just love Joe. Oh yeah, he's amazing. I think Joe's he's great in the ring. He's dynamite on the microphone. He is literally the absolute just he's if you want to create a perfect wrestler, you go with Joe. You go with someone he can wrestle everyone. He can go and he can put on a five star against Brock. Then he can go, he can put on a five star with Brian uh, uh Daniel Bryan. He can go wrestle Roman Reigns. He can wrestle AJ Styles. He can wrestle anybody. You can put anyone across from Samoa Joe, and Samoa Joe is going to give you the best match of the night. That's true. You know, I'm very much looking forward to him and AJ in Hell in a Cell. I think that's going to be incredible. I would love. I can't wait to see what Samoa Joe is going to do inside that cage. Oh man, that that's that's, that's there's there's some superstars in a Hell in a Cell that I'm like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm not I'm not too worried. But Brock Lesnar in a Hell in a Cell. Terrifying. Braun Strowman is going to be terrifying in the handle of the cell. But I would not want to be locked in a cage with the Samoan submission machine. Nope. Because he is going to hurt AJ. Oh, yeah. He, AJ is going to get hurt. And Wendy ain't going to be happy about it. <laughs> you silly. I'm silly for that one. So, moving back to All In. These next three matches, I can't even categorize them one, two, and three. They're just my collective favorite things of the night. Okay. Because, again, I know who Pentagon is. I've seen, like, one or two matches in Lucha, but I've never seen, like, an actual war. Okay. Like he did with Omega. Oh no! He, like yeah. I've never, yeah. like I've seen him wrestle like uh, Brian Cage or whatever on Lucha Underground, and I'm like that's cool and all, but like this was Pentagon going up against arguably the best wrestler in the world right now. Okay, before we get into that, I finally found the show. It was all three. It was All Star. Um, excuse me. It was the one year anniversary show. Okay. That was the first. Full Ring of Honor show I saw. Okay. Even though Chris had put me onto them, like I've read results and I kind of knew the guys, but I'd never seen Samoa Joe like live. I've never seen him wrestle live, and that was the first time it was on that DVD. Um, he was part of the group at the time. He was with Steve Carino, and this was the night where Steve Carino basically put New York City in a riot mode inside the like, the Queens Elks Ballroom. It was nuts, and he fought Daniel Bryan that night. Mm-hmm. And that was a that was a really fun match. I believe he beat 
uh, Brian Danielson would put him to sleep. And that was like the, the slow ascension to the Ring of Honor title for him. Now, now that I got that off, the, off my chest, I had to remember that. It does not drive you crazy. It does. I absolutely nuts, hate I it because then I can't it. focus until I figure that yep. out. Nah, I fuck with it. Now, we're going to come to the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion versus Lucha Underground Heavyweight Champion. And, and I'll, I'll tell you this before you continue. I'm a fan. I am all in on Pentagon. Good. It's about time. Well, I've never seen him. I've seen him a few. All right. I've seen him live. I've seen I've seen him. Like, I know what he looks like, and yeah. I always liked it. It reminded me of, like, if La Parca and Rey Mysterio fused, fused yep. and made a baby luchador. Like, I have actually have, a, I think I have pictures of him, and uh, I got to meet him a couple times. Really cool down-to-earth guy. Um... But Does he speak English? No. Okay. So at least he didn't with me. He probably hated um, you. Uh huh. Hmm? What? Hmm? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, Pentagon no is speaky. the future of luchadors. Is he? Yes. Are you Him sure? And his brother Phoenix. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive. Really? I'm 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 pretty sure you're you're trying to get me to say no so that you can say something. So, I'm not, but I mean, you were very hyped on Bandito. I am. So wouldn't he be the future? And Listen, they're the now. Let me, let me, let me stop you there. Pentagon is a star right now. Mm -hmm. But he's not Rey Mysterio. He's not. Okay, on that, on okay, that level. I see what you mean. He is the next great luchador. Yes. And, and but that, okay, that's not taken away from Bandito and/or his brother Phoenix. What we're gonna, so is Phoenix gonna, actually his brother? Yes. Okay. Which we're going to talk about a little later. Whew. But he is the next He's the next big name. Yeah, he's the next Rey Mysterio. He's the face. Yeah, of Luchador. So so do you think he'll go to the E? There's already rumor about that. I feel like they'd be stupid not to get him. I don't want him to go. I wouldn't mind him going if they use him the same way they used Rey. Because Rey went to the top. Rey was a world champion. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen in this day's Vince McMahon era. I'll take him in NXT for as long as I can then. That's a Bruce set. I'll take him there. And I don't want that. I'd rather just have him stay in Mexico, do the indies, do whatever. He's a bigger name out here than he will be in there. Well, um, they probably change his name too. Yeah. Call him Hexagon. Like, yeah, I don't want that. I'm good. I'm good with all that. But Zero scared though, because Vince is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, this match was everything. It, it, it. Oh yeah. I mean, they've 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 had glimmers of like they touched each other once. Yeah, in like tag PWG matches. I remember you saying. But this is just them two one on one. This is this is who's the better. And I think it's so good when you see wrestlers wrestle each other for the first time. Yep. And they put such a great match on. Oh, yeah. Like, they live up to the hype. Sammy and Nakamura. Oh. Like that. I watched that the other day. I oh. sat down and watched the entire and match the other day. It's still good. And it's still, still holds just up. at the edge of your seat. Even though I know what's going to happen, mm -hmm. I'm still on the edge of my seat. Sammy Zayn versus Neville. Now, exactly. Like, stuff like that. So Seth versus Neville. <gasps> like, it's, these these first-time matches, like, these guys are like, oh, you know, let's just let's just go. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, amazing. Um, Jericho Omega. Yeah, that was like that was on another level, man. Jericho Naito. Yeah, another match was on another level. Um, but yeah, these two like lived up to the hype. But they, 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 I mean, the only negative I have on it, there was a negative, 
was that Pentagon basically hit him with a fucking Mack truck and Kenny Omega still kicks out. I get it. We're protecting the IWGP champion. Kenny Omega is like God right now. He can basically get hit by lightning and you will kick out. I get that. I get that's just like mantra right now. But I feel like then take a couple moves out of Pentagon's repertoire that he doesn't hit. So it doesn't look as bad because overall Kenny hit one one wing angel and it was over. This dude hit the package pod driver on the apron, hit it on the ring, hit it in a car. Yeah, I feel like they didn't protect Pentagon like, enough. I can do a whole green eggs and ham spiel about where he hit these powerful moves and Kenny's like, oh, two count? Alright. Yeah, yeah. no, I that, see. But he did counter a bunch of one wing angles. He did. He countered I, a bunch of that. that. And I get that you want to protect that one wing angel and still nobody's kicked out of that move. Nobody. Didn't Jericho? No. Jericho didn't get hit with it. Nope. Okay. So, I, I get it, but it's like, come on. Pentagon hit you with, like, Mexico's greatest offense and you're still kicking out like come who's on. gonna kick out of the I don't know but whoever it is better win that title that is night. it gonna be Ishii no I can see Tanahashi being the one if he wins the title that night I, I'm trying to figure out who Tanahashi is is Hiroshi that who won the, 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 the G1? G1 okay yeah. whoa bro remember I don't know this indie stuff I don't it's know indie. but it's New Japan but I don't know this stuff but I'm, I'm learning. Right. We're, we're, I'm next learning. week, next week, we're going to talk learning. in depth about these guys. Um, like, I know them. I just can't put their faces. Okay. I know Okada, though. Yep. So, you know, they, they put on a banger. Obviously, the dream match lived up to every last bit of hype. It was really, really fun. Outside of that little critique, nothing really more I can say about this match. Yeah, no, it was amazing. Uh, Kenny got his stuff in. Pentagon got his stuff in. Um... I mean, I feel like people know who Pentagon is, but I feel like this was a just same like we said with Jordan Grace. This was here's the stage, do what you do, yeah. let everybody see it now, because yeah, we want the world to see worldwide. you right now. This is not like a random indie. Like where, it, it doesn't matter that Pentagon took the loss because the world is now watching yeah, Pentagon. Like, I, I love the way I love that you said that. Oh my God, that just clicked a thought in my head. This isn't Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground's on El Rey, and El Rey's not distributed to everybody. Um, Kenny Omega's New Japan, New Japan's on Access, not distributed to everybody. They've been distributed This worldwide. is the first time that most of these people yeah, are in everybody's house. Yep. So now, like we said before, WWE, you're on notice. Mm-hmm. Because now everyone in the world now knows that the wrestling pool that you have yeah. is just a small puddle in the big ocean of wrestling. Oh, man. That, like, now that, everyone that knows that there's me. more than that just WWE. Me. Because, like, everybody, like, a lot of the friends that watch mm-hmm. wrestling, they only watch the E. They only mm-hmm. watch what WWE produces. And they always come, what is this? What is this trash? What is this? Now there's something else. And it's like, now, now, look, and now it's known. Now there's an alternative. Yeah, Which and is the there, bigger, was, there was an alternative. It w- still wasn't being reached on as many homes as before. This was worldwide. So now you have all these kids who are frustrated mm-hmm. with what WWE is doing. Now they're like, oh, Pentagon. Well, let me Google Pentagon. Oh, Lucha Underground. What's Lucha Underground? Let me watch and, this. And, and Kenny Omega. Way, what's New Japan? Oh, let me watch this. WWE knows is those guys whose contracts are coming out, they know there's something There's else. other places to go. There's something else. I can be making money elsewhere. 
And I think that was something that happened beforehand, too. Not only, like, All In accentuated it and made it bigger. Oh, yeah. But when you have guys like Cody leaving. Oh, yeah. When Cody walks out. When Neville walks out. Punk. Punk. Fuck Punk. No, no, no. no. But he still gets added on that list. Punk walked out. He, even with the UFC contract, he's making a ton of money through pro wrestling tees. Mm-hmm. Same with Colt Cabana. Uh, Colt uh, Cabana was the oh, brainchild behind pro wrestling tees. Oh, God. The IWGP US champion. Juice Robinson. Uh, CJ Parker, right? Yeah. CJ Parker leaves. Look at him now. Sammy Callahan. Look at him now. Like, like we can, we have a now. List. There's there's a whole thing where these guys who aren't being used, for instance, probably not, but guys like the revival, guys like the B team, they see this. I don't have to take this shit. No, I don't, I'm better than this. As Cesaro, uh, we're not gonna talk about the, the untapped potential that is Cesaro. God, the first off, the Swiss Superman, put that on a fucking T-shirt. Put it on fucking posters. Put him on a goddamn ice cream bar. It's never gonna happen. Cesaro. Because Vince is that if you, stubborn. You put the you put the world title on Cesaro, and he's going to carry that company on his massive Swiss soldiers into the future. Regardless, this so like God. even even Cash's Ono for the little bit of time that he went back into the Indies, he was killing it. Yeah, killing it. It's amazing. There's something outside of the big conglomerate that is the World Wrestling Entertainment. And they can't use it. They lost their leverage. Yeah. That's right. what it is. WWE doesn't have that, oh, you're never going to make this much money there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah the right. fuck yeah, I yeah. am. Oh, yes, I yes, am. And you know what? I'm going to make more because when the merch gets sold, exactly. I get it all. Exactly. There's Pro no royalty. I'm getting it. Pro Wrestling Tees alone has put so much money in so many people's like pockets. It's retarded. Like I, that's one place I, I I need to put that. It's on my bucket list. I need to go visit there once. Yeah, we coming, Colt. Three Count Podcast coming to you. Actually, the art of wrestling inspired me to do a wrestling podcast. Look at that. Because and I thoroughly enjoy Colt Cabana's podcast. Colt Cabana's the man. He is the man. Between Colt and Jericho, those are my two wrestling podcasts. Just I think Christians here. is really good. I do like theirs, but I I don't listen to it as often. I need to get back into listening. Like, yeah, I've just I've honestly been hooked on uh, Joe Rogan and yeah. Beyond the Darkness. All right, which is good. Let's, let's get back uh, into it. We're now. Oh, 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 I got this. Marty's girl versus Okada, and a lot of people were complaining. And I'm, I'm let me let me hold the mic for a couple minutes. A lot of people were complaining about how this match could have gone longer. How this match, uh, I mean, excuse me, that it went too long and how, you know, there's heat on Skrull and all this other nonsense. Let me be the first, and I'm pretty sure you've already heard the, the, the interview. Skrull already denied those claims. It went a minute over, if that. You know, he was in the shower when they were doing the curtain call. There's no heat on Skrull, and they need to cut the nonsense. This match was perfection. And everybody also wondering why he was the only Bullet Club member to lose. I'm going to break it down for you. Hangman Page couldn't have lost because it would only it wouldn't allow for Joey Ryan to make his spectacular return. Kenny Omega isn't gonna lose because if he loses. 
then that puts a hinder on the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He's not losing. Cody's not losing because he's going to carry the NWA title into Madison Square Garden. We haven't got to the Bucks yet, but I'm pretty sure everybody knows the results. Bucks win. I feel, you know, I agree. Okada should, can't, like, you can't have Okada lose. It's not even that you can't have Okada lose, but if any of the Bullet Club members were going to lose, it was yeah. going to be Skrull. But at the same time, I feel like the Golden Elite could have lost too, and it would have been fine. Like it wouldn't have mattered. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Show, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like they could have lost. It wouldn't have hurt anybody for no. them to lose. It didn't matter who won or lost that match because it was fun. That's true. I mean, that, I guess that's true. But being that it was really their brainchild. I love. I love your shirt. Thank you. Is that Cody 2020? Is that the presidential? The um. The raw night. The night that they took the, over. Yeah, Raw. that's the Jimmy Cody, Jacob selfie. If you if you if you run for president, know that I'm voting for you. Oh yeah! Put that out there. Oh yeah, you got my vote. He got mine too, especially um, with Brandy as the first lady. I, the, reason, the reason I think the Bucks don't lose is because it was at the end of the day their brainchild. Yeah. Yes, they could have. They could be those guys, but it's a young. No, Bucks yeah, it made, made perfect sense that they won. But I'm just but saying back to that. that it, it, yeah. Those two could have been interchangeable for yeah, a loss. Like exactly. it wouldn't have hurt anyone. So Skrull takes a loss here, but man. If you weren't impressed by what he did in that match, then you don't like wrestling. Period. Because he went toe-to-toe with the longest reigning IWGP heavyweight champion of all time, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And damn near almost won. Yeah, I mean... He, he, He took him to the limit and proved that the villain is a heavyweight. Yeah, anybody who doubted that is beyond, like, not smart. I didn't want to call you guys dumb, but, I mean... You're dumb as fuck, if you don't agree. I I see it like this, right? Zack Sabre Jr. is a heavyweight. They're considering him a heavyweight in New Japan. Skrull has beaten Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. came very, 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 very close to beating Okada. Logic. Use it. Back to the match. I mean... Yeah, I just want to say one thing. Yo. I just want to go on that discussion of heavyweight. Yes. Do you know what the weight class, what the weight is for a UFC heavyweight? Is it like 205? 205 to 265. Yeah. That is considered a heavyweight. So please explain to me why 205 is a cruiserweight in wrestling. Because... I don't know. Well, no, because... No. By definition, is there a super heavyweight in? There's no super heavyweight so in UFC. So above two sixty five, they don't fight. That's there's nobody okay, above that. Okay, and that's why. But it's just it's strange to me because by definition, but that's John crazy. Jones could be a uh, cruiserweight. Right. You're right. It's just it's just that to me just doesn't make sense. It, it, and, and to UFC logic, that I agree with you, but you're taking UFC and WWE, which are two different things. Well, I was just, I was not trying to compare the two. I was just comparing the weight classes. Okay. Whereas you have no, these heavyweights. I, I, but I get that. But in WWE, there's these super heavyweights. Yeah. There's the Big Show. There's the Undertaker. There's Kane. There's, you know, all these guys that are 275 and above. Ah, I just wanted to do that into a Triple microphone. H, you know, 275 and above. 
So that's that for them. Uh, two seventy-five to three hundred. That would like, or excuse me, two twenty-five to two seventy-five and above. That's considered heavyweight. Anything above that is super heavyweight. But so then it, it, to, to piggyback on the weight thing, I was listening to Jericho talking about like his WCW run and his debut in WWE, yep. and he had a match with Booker, and Booker was upset because Booker didn't want to wrestle cruiserweights, and Jericho was upset by it because he's like, I was the same weight as Booker. We were the same weight. We were 225. Booker was just taller than me. So they're the same weight, yet Jericho's a cruiserweight and Booker's a five-time, 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 five-time WCW heavyweight champion. I think in, in WCW, though... Well, they were ass backwards anyway. They were, but when, I'm, when, they, when they say cruiserweight, yes, it was, I guess, to start off as a weight limit, but it was more about, like, high flying. style. Okay. Like more of the lucha style, the yeah. Japanese style. I, okay. I think that's what they, like the, how it was supposed to be presented. They, they, I think we need a podcast about the WCW cruiserweight division. That that's because that I want to do in the pipeline. That was something where that I would watch. I would watch WWE and I thought it was cool, but on Monday nights I was watching Nitro because I wanted to see what was going to happen between Hoovy like, and Jericho. I still put on Nitro just like I wanted to see what was going to happen with that LWO because that for me was a group in wrestling that was like, yeah, Latinos can do it too. Yeah. Like, we are the shit. Like, I feel like w- the WCW, it would not be... Yes, they have Hogan and Macho and NWO, blah, but they, it blah, didn't, they, blah, blah, blah. With, you had... They were the stars. But without the Cruiserweight division, you don't run 83 weeks but of they, consecutive race. That was because weeks. the Cruiserweights was their thing. Like, exactly. Like, TNA had Hulk Hogan and Hall in that, but, but the they had the exhibition and a six-sided ring. Yeah. That's but, your thing. But, again, and that's what, that's why a lot of people used to compare TNA to WCW. You have your stars, but without the X-Division, without the Cruiserweights, those two companies don't flourish. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't, they don't last at all. Because I don't remember much else from WCW. Where, I can't tell you the tag team division in WCW. I don't know... Many tag teams. I, I can kind of... I know me. some of them. Yeah. Like, you know, Booker and Stevie Ray. The, the Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. I get, you what, know what, you, I mean? I get like, what you're coming across But I, when you think WCW, my brain goes to two things. Diamond Dallas Page. Okay. Three things. I'll give you three. Diamond Dallas Page, Sting, and the Cruiserweights. See, when I think of WCW, I think of Sting, Flair, Cruiserweights. I think of DDP because uh, no, 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 he came out to era, he came out to your, smells like Teen Spirit. So your, what's up? That was your era. Mm-hmm. That was your definitely your era. Yes, the NWO also comes to mind, but that's that's an afterthought to me. Sting was the first guy that really was like, oh shit, this is my guy. I remember, I remember the first time I saw Crow Sting. Oh, I'm not even talking about Crow Sting. Oh, you're talking about Surfer Sting. I'm talking about Surfer. Yeah, you're talking about him going against a black scorpion or something. Ow! Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay. know, I know we're, stuff. We're, we're we're losing track here. Let's get back to all in. We're gonna. We're definitely. That's definitely something in the pipeline. Yeah. I definitely want to do a WCW podcast. Uh, Okada girl. So, the best part of this match. Oh, is it gonna be the same part that I was gonna say? I'll let you go first. Countering the rainmaker with the umbrella and opening the umbrella in nope. his face. That to me was perfect because it, it, he said it. He said that. How do you stop the rain? Umbrella, umbrella. and bam. So there's two parts. That wasn't what I was going to talk about. There was two parts that really caught me. There's a part where Okada was setting up for the Rainmaker. 
and you can see his lips, or excuse me, his fingers. Two, oh, five. And right there, Skrull caught him. And I believe that's when he snapped the fingers yep. the first time. Second part, when, when Skrull hits the Rainmaker and yes. gets the near fall. Yes. I thought. We thought it was over. It was, I, here's my money. It's over. Mm-hmm. That was the moment of the match to me. Well, the final Rainmaker was incredible. Oh, yeah, oh my God. And the fact that this girl technically couldn't latch in. Excuse me, the crossface chicken wing because of the fact that, you know. He's smaller. He's a smaller guy. Little stuff like that makes wrestling fun. And then but that was great. But then this is what I'm talking about. You know. Cody and Aldis stole the show. Then Janela Hangman took the show. Then Jay Lethal and Flip Gordon took it again. And then Omega and Pentagon took it. Then Okada and Skrull were like, fuck you. That's us. And then you have... The main oh event. Oh, my God. And here's God. where it gets fuzzy a little bit. Like, this, to me... Because it looked like it was a six-man tag and fast forward. It was. And it w- what's crazy about it is... This may not have been on paper the best match. Like, it might not have been, like, the most exciting. But this was the most fun match on that entire card. You can sit down and have a 6-year-old or a 60-year-old sit and watch that match, and there's going to be something in there that they enjoyed because there was so much going on and just so many oh-my-God moments. I would love to sit here and go down the list of things that were done, things that weren't done. Before we, Rey Mysterio looked like it was two thousand and fucking one. And he came out as Wolverine. Like it was, this was two thousand and one. Rey Mysterio what? debuting on SmackDown in yeah. the steel cage. Like this was, like, he didn't look like he aged. No. Like he can still go. He, and that's that. That's like, like like Rey Mysterio is one of those guys where he found the time machine and he went back in time. Dude, he got the fountain. He, he just added tattoos. It is literally him. And Jericho. Yeah. They are better now than they, were. than they ever have been. Like, they've taken yeah. everything that they've learned, and they've honed it and fine-crafted it. Yeah. Like, everything. This is the most perfect. These are the most perfect versions yeah. of them that you're getting now. And, like, not to take away from anybody else in the match. I've said it earlier in this podcast. Bandito. He stole it. The fucking man right now. And I will say Bandito stole the whole show. Okay. He was the things that he was doing in that match were just insane. I mean, it, I like I told Christopher he was going to be a star. This solidified that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, Bandito is the guy to watch right now. Yep. I I beg any fans of any podcast to watch that guy. He is going to amaze you. You know, Phoenix, of course, that go- he goes without saying. I, can, I can't speak enough good things about Phoenix. And then, of course, you got the Bucks and Kota Ibushi, which are like a dream team overall. Like, again, I, I, I forgot who said it. I want to say it was one of the Bucks who described Kota Ibushi as the Japanese Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You are absolutely right. He's revolutionary. He is just innovative. He took the strong style and a lucha style yep. and just yeah. pancaked it. He, he blended it into his own style. 
What's good about Ibushi is that like if he wants to high fly, he can high fly. If he wants to take it to the ground, he can take it to the ground. If he wants to go strong style, he can go strong style. There's so much things that he can do and everything works for him. I'm bummed that I really didn't get a uh, uh, a longer Ray versus yeah. him, you know, a little show off. But for what it, it, it felt like I took my Fire Pro game and put the fast forward on it. Yep. And it just was like, what it was is when we saw TakeOver and you saw Adam Cole and Ricochet and... Mauro Ronaldo referred to Ricochet as a cheat code. Yeah. This match was a cheat code. Was an entire cheat code. This was the Konami code. Up, up, down, 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 left, left, right, left, right, right, BA start. BA start, whatever the fuck it is. Like, that's what that was. And I'm just, listen, I can't rave anymore about the show. This show was the best thing to happen to wrestling in a very long time. I'm happy I was at, I had a chance to even watch it on pay-per-view. I had a chance to, to, to really sit down and enjoy this show. I could not speak any more good things about it. The show was the best was one of the best things I've ever watched. Excuse me. That being said, I don't know if Brody has any more words. I I just I typed in because I as we've been talking about these wrestlers, I Google them yep. and just read up on them. Yep. And I typed in uh, uh, Bandito, yep. and it brought up Phoenix and Pentagon, so yep. I clicked. And an article from Sports Illustrated came up that yep. was printed a day ago. Okay. And it was talking about All In, yep. and it was an interview with Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan fully supported All In. Hold on. Time out. I, I read that. Yeah. I read that. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go against you on this. Okay, okay, I see that, that you're really happy that Hogan's for this. Well, I know I'm not happy that it's for this, but this it's just... Shut up, Geico. What I'm, what I'm, when I say, like, it's cool, it's, this is the guy. This is the face of WWE fully supporting something that WWE didn't create. Are you tuning up the thumb band? I am. Go ahead. I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it. No. I, I think Hulk, he's full of shit. He is full of shit. Hogan just wants to be relevant. For, exactly. He just he's wants to be relevant. He's a mark for his goddamn self. Yeah. I don't give a... Oh, I support these guys. No, you don't. What you're trying to do is you're trying to get yourself in the door. You're trying to kiss ass. So when all two and all in two comes in, you're like, oh, hey, what about me, guys? How about no. we do the NWO versus the Bullet yeah, Club? No, how about you suck it, all right? I'm so sick of Hogan at this point. And it, people will tell you, I'm not a big fan of Hogan. I've never been a big fan of Hogan. He ruined a lot of the business for me. Like, Hogan to me is a plague. And yeah, I hope he hears this. I don't care. He probably won't. And I know there's people who are going to hear this and be like, oh, Harry really hates Hulk Hogan. I don't I don't care. Hogan, to me, is a bum. He never did anything good for, like, for wrestling. He held the title and held guys down. Like, screw Hogan. You want to be relevant? Go be relevant. Do something good with wrestling. Don't latch onto everybody's backpacks. Don't you not be a racist? That, how about that? Let's start with that. Let's not talk about well, well, that. No, I, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Because now I'm going to rip into him. Go ahead. We're going to talk about how 
and I'm, this is a real sidebar. So, like, if you guys want to tune out at this point, I completely get it. Or but, tune in because he's going to go off. Uh, either way, how do you go into an, uh, into an apology with, I don't know I was being recorded. If I'm in the crowd listening to you apologize to me. I'm calling it bullshit at that point. Because I'm doing that means what Titus did. the only reason why you felt bad is because you got caught. Yeah, that's why you're apologizing. You're sorry. And the only reason you're even you're even fucking apologizing at this point is because you want a paycheck. Mm-hmm. You're garbage. You'll forever be garbage. And to me, you you never you were never that good. Macho was always better. Talk to me when you pin Piper, bitch. Plain and simple. I think that's it. I think that's all we got today. That was all in. This is the Three Count Podcast, and we're all out. Until next week, guys. Hey, listen, I'm just going to give you guys a heads up now. Next week, we're going to do Wrestling 101. We're going to talk about the indies. We're going to talk. We're going to get really in-depth. We're going to talk about the stars, the title lineage. We're going to get really into it. But next week, because we missed last week, we're doing a double episode. So, our second episode will be tag teams. We're going to talk about the highs and lows within WWE. The greatest tag teams. The greatest tag teams. Up and coming tag teams. Just keep your eye on. And then we're going to talk about how in the indies, tag team wrestling is one of the greatest things in the wrestling business. And in WWE, you split them up. My name is West. This is Brody. All out.